On today's episode of Rundown Pod, we'll be looking at The Sword and Scale. It's a podcast where the host delves into the lives of serial killers, 'er ne'er-do-wells, and evildoers. We'll review the podcast, listen to a few clips, and even hear from Roger Clark with an E. This is The Rundown Pod, a podcast about podcasts, your podcast concierge. I'm Roger Clark, with an E, announcer and co-host for this production. And now, a man who, like Bobby Brown, has had several multi-hour standoffs with police, Mr. Paul Clifford. Hello everyone and welcome to the 14th episode of Rundown Pod. I'm Paul Clifford. If you want to get in touch with us, you can tweet at us at rundownpod or you can email me at paul at rundownpod.com. So today we're looking at the sword and scale, not a particularly uplifting podcast. In fact, if you're feeling in a dour mood, you might want to pass on this one altogether because it's a very, almost like Rod Serling was raised from the dead, came back from the Twilight Zone and started doing this podcast because it's it's kind of campy and cheesy, but what it's dealing with is a very, very, just horrible subject. I was thinking about it, and I think the appeal of a podcast like this is sort of like a, a, the YouTube channel. There's a YouTube channel. I've, I found out about this during the research for this podcast where a dermatologist, Dr. Sandra Lee, she goes and she will, she lances boils and pops pimples. She calls herself Dr. Pimple Popper. Do yourself a favor and do not watch that channel. But it's got millions of hits. Every one of her videos has millions of hits. And I kind of attribute this podcast to something similar to that. There's nothing in this podcast that is that graphic. I still, you might not want your children to hear this, but uh, here you go, the first clip. Welcome to episode 55 of Sword and Scale, a show that reveals that the worst monsters are real. This week, the most controversial story we've ever covered, a story which will undoubtedly cause some of you to stop listening. But I didn't start this podcast to cover the easy stories. This show isn't about politics. It isn't about personal opinions or about trying to spread propaganda. Nevertheless, some people will undoubtedly choose to think that way. Some people will continue to try to make it about the narrator rather than the story itself. Some of you will choose to believe that this story is some sort of political statement by myself expressing my personal beliefs. You're wrong, but I can't do anything about what people will choose to believe. All I can say is what this show is intended to be about. It's about reality. The reality of how human beings can perform the most inhuman acts on each other. Murder, rape, torture, and other forms of abuse. And this story is about a man who did his worst against those who were the most vulnerable and defenseless. And how he did this for three decades. So you can see the gravity and the seriousness of it. And I can't say that I find this kind of material compelling. But on the other hand, I did listen to the whole serial podcast, uh, Making of a Murderer. I watched that. There's something in all of us that's kind of drawn to the stories of uh, real crime. In fact, we've reviewed podcasts like Detective on this show. Real crime is interesting, but profiling the acts and, and crimes of really horrible people. And sometimes I think it just takes your brain into a place you don't want to go. Sometimes, yeah, maybe I want to watch a video about waves rolling up on a beach or something or a cat playing with a ball of yarn. Anyway, let's listen to another clip and we'll, we'll start to get the gravity 
in what I think is the true art of the Sword and Scale podcast. Hello, and thank you for joining us for episode 34 of Sword and Scale, a show that reveals that the worst monsters are real. Last week, we covered the case of Luca Magnata, a Canadian killer with a flair for drama and a man who would do anything for his name to be known. This week, we're going to tell you how it ends. And unfortunately for the self-obsessed narcissist, it's not going to be pretty. Now, I personally would like to know a case where you would say, fortunately for the self-obsessed narcissist. I, I don't know. It would be very, very difficult. Let me think of a sentence where you can do this. Okay. How about, fortunately for the self-obsessed narcissist, there was a small group of ingratiating psychophants nearby. There you go. See? It can be done. But probably not in the context of a, of a murder mystery uh, story. So these intro, intros are uh, pretty much high art, I think. I think this guy is really taking it to the next level. I have composed for you, along with my good friend Roger Clark with an E, what I think could be the introduction to a Sword and Scale episode. So here we go. Let's listen to Roger doing a little of his own vamping on Sword and Scale. And now the story of a man who is so horrible, dangerous, dastardly and despicable that even mentioning the crimes he committed will make small droplets of vomit gather in your throat. If you are a carnage connoisseur, maven of the macabre, an aficionado of the appalling, you will love the sickening details you are about to hear. Hmm, that is high art. So let's listen to another one. Let's listen to another introduction. So we're never actually going to get to the meat of Sword and Scale. I guess that's the, the big reveal of my podcast because I could never get past the introductions. Like, man, these things are so wrought and overly dramatic that I, I, I just, I really think that, as you'll see here, that this man, the, the producer of Sword and Scale, has taken the introduction, the podcast introduction, and turned it into high art. I don't know what the rest of the podcast is like because I can never get past the first part. And frankly, I don't care about Luca Magnolia or what he did in Canada. But what I do is I love these introductions. Hold on. We have covered a lot of disturbing topics here at Sword and Scale. However, being an audio program, we do our best to gauge our content against what anyone can see on the evening news on a daily basis. And until now... We've never had to delve this deeply into a topic in which the subject matter is so disturbing that it merits a very strong warning. But since we often say that the worst monsters are real, there's really no more appropriate example than the story you're about to hear. This is the first episode to carry an 18 and over label. If you are sensitive to topics involving crimes against children, I strongly recommend that you do not listen to this episode. The content is extremely graphic, and if you continue to listen, you are doing so freely and willingly, knowing that the following audio may cause you extreme emotional distress, nightmares, and even nausea. You have been warned. Now, as far as content warnings go, I would say that definitely deserves the Academy Award, uh, some sort of Lifetime Achievement Award for content. I mean, just... The aggregate body of this man's work as far as content warnings is is unparalleled in, in the universe of content warnings. So let's listen to one last one because I, I personally can't get enough of these. So here's another one. A show that reveals that the worst monsters are real. And this particular episode 
will in fact give you a very clear window into the actions of these monsters and how they can be everywhere in plain sight. I love the music too. It's like, it, it really does. It, it's 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 porn, it's pornography music, but but with with a serial killer twist. So uh, it's let's think about the thesis of this show though for a minute here. It's, it's where the monsters are real. That's so we're, they're telling stories. Well, where they prove that monsters are real? I think is what it was something like that. The worst monsters are real. That's it. If we were to reverse the thesis on this and say that the worst monsters are imaginary, which is what's trying to be disproven, the whole raison d'etre here, then if the, most, if the worst monsters were imaginary, then sleeping in Mogadishu or Liberia during their violent revolutions would have been preferable to sleeping, say, under my child's bed, which in and of itself would be creepy, which would make me a monster and I'm real, I think uh, this is this is like a snake eating its own tail right here. We got, you know, this logic is just going too circular on me. So anyway, I would stick. Overall, I would just stick with the first two minutes of this podcast for their sure, I mean, just the, the high art, the sheer entertainment of listening to this man describe what he's about to do on his podcast and how it's going to give you night sweats is, it's just beautiful. But... The overall, for your own psychological health, I would not listen to the rest of the podcast because who really wants to hear about what all these horrible human beings did and made their lives work after they tortured animals as a child, they moved on to do horrible things to people. I don't know. Unless you're a serial killer yourself and you want some, you know, some uh, show notes or or some uh, some advice from from seasoned professionals, I don't see why you would want to, well... There may be a reason. It's the same reason we like watching Making a Murderer in Serial. Well, Serial, though, it was really a man who presumably might have been innocent. And the same with Making a Murderer, because the police, she thought, railroaded him. But I guess what I'm driving at here is those shows are more like procedurals, where it's more about the the study of how the criminal justice system reacted or how the law reacted to someone who did something wrong or maybe didn't and if they were treated unfairly when being accused of those crimes or eventually being proven guilty of those crimes and then that i think was the central hook it was like a mystery whereas with this it's just straight up fascination and gore of someone who you know did something horrible and observing it it's essentially like a doctor a pimple popper except for what she's doing is horrible on a whole nother dimension. It's horrible in a way that, why in God's green earth do we want to watch it? But people do. Anyway, that does it for episode 14 of The Rundown Pod. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, please contact me if, you'd, if you have comments, concerns, or, uh, or any tips about what we should be doing in the future. So, for Roger Clark with an E, I'm Paul Clifford saying matinee. Alviderzane, Mahalo, Hasta la Vista, and see you next time. Thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs>